Welcome once again to This Is My Elgin, Hometown Songs and Stories. I'm Sherry Blazier, native Westsider, and I have taken that first walk around my new neighborhood, which is just east of downtown by the old Elgin High School. In fact, I walked downtown on as cool a morning as there's been lately, or is bound to be for a while, seeing as I record this in that July-August summer crush of heat and humidity. And you notice on things, you notice things on foot that you never notice when you were passing them in a vehicle. And I say that as a non-driver. Even as a passenger, it all goes by too fast to fully appreciate. So it was a very strange experience to be seeing familiar places for what suddenly felt like the first time. I'd never really even looked at the old Elgin High. It's still in use as uh, U46 administrative offices and and part of it, I guess, is a sort of uh, alternative school, although in these days of COVID, nobody seems quite sure just yet how the next school year is going to play out. Now, I'm not going to switch allegiances and become a Maroon fan, but I have to admit that I do see the, uh, the appeal of that final classic brick high school at long last that keeps so many alumni sentimental for their long-ago days of Elgin High. I never realized how many truly funky and fantastic old apartment buildings there are around here either, and some of the grand homes are too well hidden by trees and bushes to, <clears throat> to appreciate them in that little nanosecond that they're visible through a car window. There won't be a Nightmare on Chicago Street event this year. Now, for those not around, on, uh, not around Elgin for a while, it's a sort of uh, hipster pre-Halloween zombie fest we've had for the past several years. But the city was uh, quick in the COVID crisis to cancel it and most events through the summer and fall. But there is still a nightmare on Chicago Street in the form of one of those going-on-forever sewer and road reconstruction projects, which includes the stretch right outside my windows. So I will be recording this and other future episodes in the wee hours of the morning. The uh, trucks and the machinery can start up as early as 6 a.m. and they make such a rumble that I, I literally haven't been able to keep my area rugs flat because the furniture keeps moving slightly on the vibrating floor. <laughs> I'm told that this project is going to continue through November, and it began well over a year ago, so residents of the neighborhood are getting pretty weary of it all. I'm weary of it, and I just got here 10 days ago. Nonetheless, I am already in love with my new setting. When I step out the door, the tower building looms down the street like some blue-collar Art Deco Emerald City. It beckons me. It's all happening downtown, right? Well, it, it used to be. And uh, when the watch factory closed in the uh, early 60s and discount joints like uh, Kmart and Tops and Zare, and then Spring Hill Mall uh, cut into downtown department store revenues, it fell into a long period of slow decline and malaise. And sadly, just as COVID hit, downtown Elgin had been making some major strides in recent years 
kind of uh, reinventing itself as a more residential neighborhood with small businesses and restaurants throughout. The tower building itself is now all apartments. And yes, I miss those days of the uh, twinkling white lights and the jaunty font announcing tower grill on the street level, but considering the shape that building was in a few years ago, which was literally condemned, it's amazing that it has had such a renaissance. So uh, walking down there and turning on Douglas, I walked past uh, the Soulful Sparrow Gift and Curiosity Shop, I guess you could call it, which is in the final throes of its going out of business sale. It was uh, frankly a little too expensive for me, so I never bought very much there, but it was always great fun to walk through it and appreciate the creativity of local artists and clever repurposers. I will just miss it being there. And it's one of the many victims of this extended COVID closures crisis. I had a note all set in my back pocket to unfold and hold against the window of the street-level broadcast booth at WRMN, where morning DJ Mark Bialik, uh, Marky B, obliged me with an on-air acknowledgement. Can I sing the old WRMN jingle on a podcast without being in violation of some FCC rule? Let's try it. 1410 WRMN. And then after a thumbs up to Marky B, I continued over to Arabica Cafe to see what I might be able to get myself addicted to there, seeing as it's too far a walk to Herb's Bakery for their cupcakes now, although that doesn't mean I won't stock up on, on them in my freezer. And it appears the, uh, the answer to that might be uh, Arabica's chocolate croissant. There's no uh, indoor dining pretty much anywhere around here yet. I sat outside the cafe to enjoy it with coffee, looking across the civic parking lot toward the post office. I'm just old enough to remember when it was brand new, and we took a school field trip there so we could get a behind-the-scenes glimpse of the high-tech new sorting machinery that would speed up Elgin's mail service, supposedly, anyway especially since everyone was uh, getting used to using those newfangled zip codes. And it, it occurred to me that I had reverted to my original zip code. When they started them, I was four years old, and all of Elgin was designated 60120. And then somewhere along the way, the west side of the river became 60123. And here I am, back in 60120 again. So I was uh, sitting there, and suddenly infused with more memories and more gratitude to me and Elgenite than I could possibly express. From that moment on through the rest of my walk uh, back to my apartment, it seemed like every step had a memory. Some of them were distant memories, some of them fairly recent, some of them were lovely, some of them kind of sad. I remembered that my grandpa Knutson used to walk along every day right here on his way to get cigars at Schickler's. I remembered um, an absolutely aching and snowy December evening right after Pat uh, PK, as we called her, Keeney, had died. And the iconic sporting goods store's inventory, inventory was uh, being liquidated. And uh, people were just shoulder to shoulder in Keeney's. And we all started singing one of her favorite songs, which was... Um, Come on, people now, smile on you, brother. 
And then I walked past WRMN and gave Marky B another wave. And um, and I walked past, uh, albeit on the other side of the street, where Dunstan Deli had been, where my friend Angel loved the sprout sandwiches and where just a few days after uh, high school graduation, I saw some of my classmates for what turned out to be the last time. And then a few years later, that deli was destroyed in a fire. And I walked past Fountain Square, where there used to be a huge annual Christmas tree and the real fountain that teens regularly poured detergent into late at night. Then I walked past where Fannie Mae and Three Sisters and Woolworths were, and I walked by where the blind battens used to sit and play their accordions and uh, had a tin cup for dropping change into. And then they had a second tin cup that had pencils in. And you gave them a little money, you got to take a free pencil. And I walked past where I had been dressed as a witch for Elgin's first and apparently only, quote-unquote, annual Halloween parade um, as a member of Larkin High's band in 1976. And... Some guy dressed as Captain America goosed me. I walked past uh, the place where uh, my Aunt Kay uh, left Elgin and wound up all the way in Alaska, and she was visiting here, and we were shopping downtown, and she left her wallet somewhere, and we were frantically running around, and we tracked it down to the teensy little new-mode hosiery shop where it was still sitting wide open but untouched on a counter of nylon stockings. And I walked past where I had a most memorable blind date at Al's Cafe. And I walked past uh, where the VFW Hall used to be before my time, but my mother would always remember that she and my dad, who were still just dating then, went there the night World War II ended and whooped it up with many other local war-weary folks. And on and on, every step of the way, back to East Chicago Street and, wow, home. Anyway, if you haven't lived in, uh, if, if you live in Elgin, but you haven't walked around lately to get both the fresh perspective and the emotional evocation of memories, I highly recommend it. It might even make you feel a little younger, as I wrote a song about a few years ago. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe, and you can contact me directly at Slyn Blazier, that's S-L-Y-N-N-B-L-A-Z-I-E-R at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. This is my Elgin, Hometown Songs and Stories. And if you haven't already, consider joining my fun Facebook group for local memories. That's called Elgin Nostalgia and History. Thanks to One Source Productions for making this happen as we close out this podcast with Elongated. Today I notice my shadow, elongated, still hints at times less complicated. It slimmed me down, even gave me back some shape, and a little bounce in my step on this lovely day. Obliterated every trace of the bad times I've seen For all I could tell I was still fifteen And coming round the corner Greeting an elderly neighbor Scratching her doggy's ears With a future of so many years I could afford to take a minute to make her laugh And make that little doggy's eyes 
Okay. 